0: Report? What the fuck would I do?
1: <sighs> I have no idea, man. It wants me to report your ass. Zoom is coming for you, Tim. Dude. Oh, boy. This is a good card. This is a pretty sneaky good
0: card. It, it is, Um. Um. is. I'm really excited uh, for this main event. I'm oh, really man. excited. I am, too. I think... I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a good fight. I I really, I really, really do. Um, you got this. You recording? Are we all fired up? Are we ready to rock? We're fired up. In? We're rocking. All right. Uh, so we had a little technical difficulties. We didn't get the last one out. Um, but we're back. And then what? We have a week off next week. Uh, thank God for for college football. Uh, Saturday nights. So yes, it gives sir. us something to do. Um, but we can hop hop right into this one. Um, I'm not too excited about some of the prelims. There's some kind of some funny ones um, here that we'll get to. But uh, there's a couple on here that I'm really, really interested in. Uh, we'll start it off uh, with the first fight. Montserrat, uh Rondon versus Tamirez Vidal. Um, This one, honestly... It's kind of a a funky fight for me. Um, I really, I really don't, don't care too much uh, for this one, especially with um, Montserrat being 34 years old, going up against a 25 year old. Uh, Biggest thing here for me is just that age, that age gap um, in experience I mean, this girl Vidal has already fought in the UFC. Um, she's got finish in the UFC. She's got finishes in uh, one finish in LFA. Granted, her record is is only what seven and seven and one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, she does have the the big experience, especially going against a girl that is five and zero at thirty four years of age, coming in making her UFC debut. Um, not really feeling it. Um, no dog here for me on this one. I think it's probably going to be, uh, Vidal. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if it is, uh, by a finish. Um, because it seems that, uh, Montserrat, uh, all of her, all of her fights are going the distance. So yeah, I can see her getting finished. I don't think she's fighting higher level girls. Um, I think she's past the AJ packs. It was pretty much cut and dry, Vidal, maybe a parlay piece.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm on the same side. I don't have a whole lot to add either. She's twenty-five. Montserrat's thirty four, almost thirty-five. And Vidal, you know, UFC win, Montserrat doesn't. So I feel like this is probably gonna be Vidal steamrolls her or we get to see Vidal taken into some some, you know, tougher waters, a little bit of choppier waters if if Montserrat can get her into that final round or into that last couple minutes of the second. We're going to see, but for me, I just, I mean, I feel like Vidal's got the advantages almost everywhere here, especially on the experience side, even though Montserrat's 35. Uh, Vidal has that UFC win. She has more pro wins um, at 25. So I'm pretty much all over Vidal here. I don't have many bets on it, but, I mean, in a parlay, I'm not too worried. Yeah. All right, so this next one... um Holy shit, kinda... dude. Hannah Goldie looks jacked.
0: Yeah. She's oh, on the... my God. She's on the, uh, the female <laughs>
1: ERT. Yeah, so does dude. That ERT? Estrogen? It must like be, that, dude. It must be. She's on fucking the... horse steroids. My God. So...
0: So this, this one is, is going to be the same uh, for me. Uh, Mizuki Inoue uh, versus Hannah Goldie. Uh, I think it's it's going to be... The edge is going to go to Mizuki. Just for the simple fact that Hannah Goldie's last fight, uh, she lost to Molly McCann, who I think is, is a legit dumpster fire of a fighter. Um, she does have a win over... Emily Whitmire, who's, uh, you know, four and four. So that's not saying much. Um, She did lose to uh, Belbita, and she did also um, lose to Miranda Granger. Um, But the big thing is for me is Mizuki is coming off a decision loss to Amanda Lemos. And uh, prior to that, her other loss was to Verona Jan. De Roba. Jandroba. Beast. Yeah. Um, and in between those two losses, she's got a, a split against know Wu and um another another decision fight against this Viviane Pereira. Um I don't think I don't think that's Alex's sister. I think she's only got like two fights and I don't think she's she's up there yet. Um let's find out. No, it's definitely, it's definitely not. Um, oh, shit.
1: That's a seven-year-old. What? That is not... Yeah, I just went to try to find if it was... And it is a di- completely different person. The person who came up looks like they're like 10 years old. Uh-oh. Definitely not Alex's sister. You're right. <laughs> so, this is uh, straw
0: weight. Um, which is confusing. So, that means that Hannah Goldie is going to go down in weight. Um, especially because Molly McCann is, what, 125. Her last fight was at 125. Now they're going to 115. Um, I don't – it's not good. That's not good. So that's that's pretty much all I got on this one. It, it's never good when you're going down in weight.
1: Yeah. So for me, I, I don't know. I'm a little bit – I'm a little bit just uh, standoffish on this fight, I guess. I think I think Mizuki probably has the advantages as of, you know, just being a better fighter, but I don't know. The price really doesn't feel like I'm comfortable putting this in parlays, especially because Mizuki, even though it was Amanda Lemos, she is 1 and 1 in the UFC and no matter who it's against, you know, I'm not really looking to put someone who's 1 and 1 -300 in a parlay against someone with uh you know four ufc fights in a contender series fight granted goldie's not very fucking good you know yeah not one, very good one in, yeah. yeah one win losses so, so it's not like i'm not really inspired to feel good about that minus 300 on mizuki but i'm not really inspired to take the dog shot so I, i'll probably just watch this and see if goldie can like you know just be jacked enough to win a fight because she's absolutely veins popping like it's insane. I just looked. I just googled her while you were talking because I was like, I need to see if she's actually this jacked. And in one of her photos, she's walking. And if you cut her head off, I would have thought it was Justin Gaethje. It, she's yeah, huge, I, dude. I mean, it's insane. I mean, let's
0: be realistic. Um, unfortunately, uh, pretty face, uh, great physique, um, skill department. Mm, you know,
1: not UFC caliber, probably. No, we'll see. No. Maybe this move to one fifteen will help her, but. You know, this is one of those sit and watch in which everyone looks good. Maybe maybe you bet them in the future, or if they don't look good, you fade them in the future. Yeah. That's it for me, I think. I'm not really that yeah, that's interested it for... in it. Yeah. Uh,
0: hopefully we get some decent fights because back-to-back, you know, not to sound like a, a homer or uh, sexist, but to start the card off with the back-to-back female fights – um, of lesser knowns, um, we'll see. Hopefully those girls can scrap and, and set the pace, but
1: that's uh, it's going to be a tough start to the card, I think. They might surprise us. Who knows? But this uh, we got a banger coming up here, an absolute certified classic. People's main <laughs> event right here, Tim. I guess, I guess so. <laughs> the, fat the fat middleweight, stuff. Jake Collier, yeah. versus the shitty brother, Muhammad Usman. Do you have any any strong takes here? Yeah, the UFC is
0: feeding Usman uh, can can jobs to try and get him built up a little bit um, and see if he can start to draw. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, he should be able to beat Jay Collier, uh, but at the same time, i I don't think he's I don't think he's good. Um, he did beat uh Justin Taffa though or Junior Taffa which is a decent which,
1: win
0: which is it's a decent win but I don't I I don't know. I'm not I'm not sold on him. I mean to start making your your UFC debut and stuff like I mean he's 34 years old granted um he's at heavyweight but I mean it doesn't it doesn't do nothing for me in beating uh Jay Collier uh, doesn't really do anything for me either. Jake Collier's got one win in his last, you know, five
1: fights. Five fights, and that was against Chase Sherman. He is from Cuba, though, Tim. Yeah, Cuba, Missouri. <laughs> so
0: he beat he beat your your doppelganger. So this is this is all over the place for me. I don't know why they're they're doing this. Just let Jake, you know, give him somebody else. Why? This is the only thing that drives me nuts. Give Jake Collier somebody else. Um, that's on a, a three-fight losing skit. Don't don't use him to be a, a stepping stone for a guy that I don't think is going to go anywhere. I don't see him competing with any of the top ten uh, or top fifteen
1: heavyweights. Yeah, no, dude, he dies. He dies. All right, I think. I mean, honestly, honest opinion on this, I think Usman fucking sucks, and I think Collier sucks just a little bit more. Like that's about yeah. what it is. I don't think. I don't think Usman is beating like anybody with an ounce of takedown defense but i think collier might get tired collier i mean skill for skill in this fight collier is a better skill fighter like if i had if you had to just be like okay you get to have one of these fighters skill sets for the rest of your life i'll take jay collier because he actually has like some striking and some wrestling and some jiu-jitsu He's not just pure. I'm gonna try to tackle you, and if I don't tackle you, then I'm gonna die. And that's what Usman is. He's just a, a blast double, pushing against the fence until he gets you, gets you to the mat. So Collier probably has more, I guess, tools, but he's also just a fat 180 pounder, and he gets tired, and he gives up, and he's one in five or one in four in his last five. So I'll take Usman uh, just because he might be able to outlast him, but this fight blows yeah I mean this is the I mean that that
0: should probably just get his lights shut off so that should kind of
1: get the card uh, going really um, with that fight yeah this next one should be this is probably uh, we haven't talked uh, lock of the night or anything like that but for me here I think Malcoon kills him and kills him quick, and I don't think it's very hard. Uh, he could yeah. potentially be one of our our parlay pieces if you agree, um, but if he don't, we'll, we'll look um, elsewhere.
0: I, I think we're gonna have to look elsewhere. I think this this is a a sneaky fight, trap um, fight
1: sort of a deal. Is that what you're thinking?
0: I think so. Um, and I could be I could be uh way off, um. But if you look at Cody Brundage, um, he's on a three-fight skit. And in those uh, three fights, his last one was to Dumas, who I told you before that that I'm a fan of. He's kind of in a funky spot right now, too. Um, but he lost by submission to Rodolfo Vieira, uh, the guy is out-of-this-world uh, jiu-jitsu. Right? <laughs> and then before that, to your boy, Michael... Uh, Mikey O, baby. Mikey O. Yeah, we'll go with Mikey O. Who <laughs> is exactly who we thought he is. Um, so those are those are tough fights. Um, he did get a win over Treshawn Gore, which isn't anything. And uh, before that, uh, Lungi Ambula. He's got a, a win over, a finish. So his last two wins were finishes, um, right? But then you go over to Alcun, I mean, he fought Nick Maximoff. So, I don't know how much stock you're putting in, in Nick Maximoff out of, you know, the Diaz camp. Um, but Maximoff did did not look good in that fight. Um, lost to Brendan Allen. So, Brendan Allen is decent. That was a good fight, um, too.
1: It was a close
0: fight. Yeah. He beat AJ Dobson, um, or Razak Al-Hassan, which was is a good win. And then he lost to Phil Hawes. So I think this could be I think this could be a trap fight. It wouldn't surprise me if if Cody Brundage turns it around. Um I like the the Factory X guys. Um I think
1: I, I think he could he could win. If you're I taking really... Brundage, you gotta be taking him like early knockout, right?
0: Um Uh, No, Uh, uh, no, I think he could, I think it could, he could submit him. I think he could possibly um, go to a decision. I mean, you got to also understand, I mean, he's training with, you know, Dustin Jacoby. These are the guys he's with, Anthony Smith, Um, you know, guys like that, who Brandon Royval, I mean, obviously he's much bigger than Brandon Royval, but Alexander Hernandez. So I think, I think the guys that, he's trained with especially look at this way. just dustin jacoby we thought dustin jacoby was kind of that's it it's a wrap and now all of a sudden he's stringing them together so it it is possible and i think it's i think it's very possible that this could be a little sprinkle for me just to take the money line on him
1: all right we'll keep him we'll keep him out of the lock but for me it's going to be malcoon and i think it's going to be malcoon you know, I think if Brundage wins, I think he knocks him out in the first. And I think outside of that, Malcoon is going to maul him. I think he's going to just grapple the fuck out of him. Um, if he gets yeah. him down in the first, it could be early sub. And if he if he doesn't get him down in the first, that's where that knockout, I think, it gets a little bit
0: sketchy. Uh, how are you going to sum the guys? got
1: zero submissions. Malcoon? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he won't. I just think I just think his grappling is too good for Brundage. Brundage gets finished whenever he like he always just gets fucking absolutely mollywopped. He got he
0: got finished by Vieira and and by Mikey O. So yeah, those guys you have a point are, there. He like, got a point there that exactly. he's getting finished by good guys. But yeah. And he got he got stopped, you know, KO. By Mikey O and then submitted by Rodolfo Vieira. You know, just for ha-has, how many submission wins in, in sports combat do
1: you think Rodolfo Vieira has? Fucking four hundred, dude. Dude's probably been that's, in like he's probably been in a thousand jujitsu tournaments.
0: Mm-hmm. Well so, so that's what that's what I'm saying. So I think it could be a trap. But fair enough. Know, we'll I mean see.
1: I don't disagree with you after you made those points. I mean he's getting finished by good guys. So we'll see maybe I'll, I'll keep Malkoon, you know out of the out of the ring this week and we'll see how it goes how he looks. then maybe we'll we'll fade him or sprinkle him in the future again.
0: Oof. So
1: Andre Fialo
0: versus Tim Means um, this one this one should be for me uh, uh, pretty much lock of the night potentially for Andre Fialo um i think i think Andre fiala's got the power um and i think tim means has been getting pieced up um lately um his last couple fights so i can see fiala knocking knocking the dirty bird out unfortunately um you got 29 year old uh fiala back against the wall Going against um a thirty nine year old uh Tim Means who's who's going on a skid, taking a lot of damage, and this could be could be the last last fight for our buddy Tim Means.
1: <sighs> I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin your night here, Tim. We just we just can't <laughs> agree. Wow. Yeah, man. I mean I'm feeling the dirty bird here. I don't have a bet on him yet, but I've thought about it. I think the biggest thing was going back and watching that Morono fight. I'm pretty high on Alex Morono, and Tim Means was kind of beating his ass in that first round. Like he was, he was doing well. Um, and I just, I, I think Fialho is KO or bust here. It's gonna have to be an early knockout. He's gonna have to catch him while they're fresh. And if he doesn't, I don't know if Fialho's got it in him. He seems to, he seems to kind of quit on himself come the second round, and he also seems to maybe not have the gas to go a full three. And so, Tim, it feels like, to me, he could potentially knock out Fialho because Fialho's been knocked out multiple times in his last fights. His chin might be going, and Tim Means could win a decision here, and Tim Means has the grappling upside. Uh, Fialho is, you know, knock out Tim, and if he doesn't knock out Tim then it's a tough fight for him. What's he going to do if he gets grappled? What's he going to do if he gets extended to deep water? So for me, I think Means has got more ways to win. So I'm going to I'm gonna have to take the Dirty Bird. One last ride with, uh, <laughs> with Tim Means, but I don't love it. It's not going to be anything that I'd put a lot of money on or, you know, dog of the week or anything like that. But he is going to be my pick.
0: I, yeah, I think this could be either a really uh, action-packed first round and then I can see both these guys just fading and exactly. just a sloppy in <laughs>
1: yeah. third round,
0: and and whoever laid on the other person the longest could get the win. 100% um, agree. But yeah, I think I think Fiala can get it done. Though um, I don't know, I don't know. I, I Timmy is taking a lot of damage. Yeah, um, but he, he is, he is long. Oh man. He's tall. He's got those long arms and legs. Um,
1: And he looked good in that last one. That's the crazy thing is he looked good yeah, against he, Alex Marrano. I, mean,
0: I mean, he did, he did, but um, yeah, uh, for me, I just think Fiallo is going to, is going to knock him out. I think Tim means is, I think he's honestly, it's, it's, He's, he's too old now um, unfortunately um, he had a great career uh, but I just don't I don't see it man I, I don't see it but I think there's more at stake for the 29 year old kid with his back against the wall than the guy that's 39 and, and, and kind of ready to ride into the sunset.
1: Fair enough I don't mind it 29 39 that's a good that's a good odds you know over time. The amount of times we've seen 29-year-olds beat 39-year-olds is pretty crazy. Yeah. This one should be a banger, this next one here. Argeta versus Miles Johns. <sighs> both 30 years old, both in their prime, both coming off of wins. Argeta beats Nick Aguirre, and then basically was going to beat Ronnie Lawrence, but then it was a stupid stoppage. Oh. Miles Johns uh, you know, beat Vince Morales, lost to John Castaneda and then beat Dos Santos and beat Kevin Natividad. And I think it's an even fight, Tim. Like, I feel like this is as, you know, minus 110, minus 110 as it gets. So I'm a little interested in why it's, you know, skewed so heavily in the favor of Dan Argeta. I feel like it's a very even fight. What do you think? Um, I, I think more or less
0: because they, they think that Arget is just gonna just gonna land and and just wrestle the absolute shit out of him. To be honest with you, um, if you if you look at <clears throat> uh, Miles John's uh, last loss, it was uh, arm triangle choke. So if if you look at, at that um, and think about how the best way for Arguleta to to do his thing is to get him on the ground, try and go for submissions or, or get the ground and pound. I think that's what he's gonna want to do. He's just gonna he's gonna fucking wrestle him the whole whole time, um, and that's where he's most successful at is is those submissions. Granted, he just has um, a couple knockouts, so I don't know if he's gonna fall in love with that. But he does his best work uh, on the ground, so I could see. I could see that being the the method for him.
1: Yeah, oh, I don't know. It's so tough here. I'm I'm tempted. I'm I'm tempted on the dog shot, but I'm also not inspired on it. So I feel like it's it's, it's, kinda
0: a, one of it's those. a weird one. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. I'm I i do not think. Unfortunately, I don't think. I'm not very high on Dan Argerich.
1: Yeah, same.
0: To be honest with you, uh, Miles John does have that. He's got that name factor, uh, but I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not too. I'm not into him. I don't. You know, he was on the Ultimate Fighter, and he, he didn't win it. So, you know, he's he's beatable. Um, he lost to Damon Jackson. Granted, Damon Jackson was on on a run, but he's not. He's not. He was going to beat Ryan Lawrence right yeah. so that's not that's not like i mean Ryan Lawrence is is decent right but it's not he's not a world beater you know what i mean so it's kind of yeah. like it's just almost like a name another name like oh i beat uh Ryan Lawrence, I, I, i'm fighting miles john like people know who the hell you're fucking talking about but other than that it's like okay you know um Well, we'll see. I honestly, this doesn't. This fight really doesn't do anything for me. I I prefer Miles John, um. But who knows, man? Honestly, I don't think it's. It could be a boring fight. It could be a real boring fight.
1: I'm in the same boat. I feel I feel pretty good with the same thing. It's kind of boring. I don't really care about it, so it's whatever. This next one. That's the whole thing. One guy,
0: one guy's a wrestler, and the other guy is a, a decision. You know, yeah, he's got big power. Miles yeah.
1: Johns does, but uh, he
0: does. He can he can catch him, but Arjuna is a big guy.
1: He's a big he's a big bantamweight man. He's jacked. He's a fucking jacked boy.
0: Yeah, he's got that that wrestler you know ripped wrestler physique. So we'll see, we'll see. But I I really yeah
1: yeah I agree. All right. This next one, uh, another potential, you know, lock candidate for me is Charles Jourdain. I'm, I'm pretty all over the guy here. Uh, I already bet him. I'm pretty comfortable betting him more. I just feel like, in short, uh, Ramos is going to have to go for takedowns here, and I don't think he's uh-huh. going to get them. And I think that's pretty simple, you know, way of looking at it because Jordan. Decent grappling defense. Um, you know, Nathaniel Wood <laughs> was able to grapple him a little bit. But I, I rate yeah. Nathaniel Wood higher than Ricardo Ramos. And I also think uh, Charles Jordan is getting better uh, at a very, very fast rate. And Ramos, we have not seen in a full year. Jordan, we saw four months ago. He looked great against Kron Gracie. Before that, Nathaniel Wood, who was, g- you know, good. Shane Burgos, who that was a very close fight, could have went either way. Ramos lost to Zabara Tugulov and lost to Lerone Murphy, which are good losses too. He beat Bill Algio. Uh, I just don't like how he's been taking, you know, time off in between fights. And I feel like Jordan is in there. He's keeping it, you know, tight and keeping it, you know, four months, six months between fights. And honestly, I just think Jordan's one of those guys that's that's a a, a big future. Sorry, English is hard. He's got a big future in the UFC, in my opinion. So We'll see. I feel I feel pretty strongly about him here, and I think he's probably going to put on a showcase, but, you know, I've been wrong before.
0: All right, so so you're talking about, first of all, I'm on, this is going to be fun. I'm on the Ricardo uh, Ramos side.
1: <laughs> we're going to uh, have so many. We're going to have so yeah, many this so week. The key is
0: we're going to be right on every single one of these fights. So.
1: <laughs> one of us, yeah, one of us.
0: So So here's the thing. You're talking about Charles Jordan. Uh, he's staying active. He just fought Cron Gracie. The last time Cron Gracie fought, you were shit in your pants and in diapers. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, you can't really. It, there was one thing Cron Gracie you know, fucking butt scooted. That's it. Ass scooted. Trying to get him down to the ground. You can't, I, you can't really count that. There was, that was a fucking terrible, terrible fight. It was. Granted, he won. I guess you have to count it, um, but before that, I mean, he hasn't. He hasn't done. He lost to Shane Burgos, like you said, and Nathaniel Wood. All right, he's got a win over Lando Nada. I give him that. Right, the, that I'll give him. I just think I'm gonna have to go with the with the gym here, They're training out of Alpha Male. Um, I think I think Ricardo Ramos is gonna string it together. I think he he's gonna be able to get rid of uh, Charles Jordan. I think it's going to be a banger of a fight, to be honest with you. How
1: do you feel about um, Ramos's best...
0: cardio? I think, I think he'll be okay. I think he will be okay. Okay.
1: Um,
0: I, I mean, they have to be working with him, you know, that's, and he hasn't fought in a year. Um, he's he's got he's gotta be and i think he's he's dangerous on the ground i think i think he could possibly get a finish here to be honest with you um i don't know why everybody's so
1: so high um who's the favorite Jordan is minus like 120 or minus 130 oh, man so it's pretty even even fight on the odd side of things yeah well, he's got
0: a nice win over journey newsome yeah, I think I, I think this is gonna be a, a banger of a fight. It wouldn't surprise me if uh, Uriah is working with him on the cardio. Um,
1: he's gonna need it I, because Jordain gets better over the three rounds. He's one of those Cheeto type of fighters where he's average in the first and his best round's the third.
0: Yeah, I still think. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm going to have to... I, I go with the gym. I go with the gym and I think with the, the guy that um, is more proven recently. I You can't say the Kron Gracie fight was entertaining.
1: Nah, that was the most
0: really. dog shit fight. I'd rather watch the Carlos Barza Rose fight.
1: The where thing there was for at least... me is... is uh, Jordan had really, really good fights against Nathaniel Wood and Shane Burgos, who were pretty good fighters. Ricardo Ramos' last few, though, has been Danny Chavez, and then he lost to Zabaira Tugalov two years ago. And, you know, so since then, for the last two years, we saw Jourdain. in two years, he beat Andre Ewell, beat Lando Venata, had a close fight with Burgos, close fight with Nathaniel Wood, and then beat Kron Gracie. In this time span where we saw Ricardo Ramos fight fucking, you know, get no good wins, which that's why it's tough for me to feel like Ricardo Ramos is gonna be you know snappy, ready for this fight. No, I think he'll. I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine. Uh, Should be a good fight. we we'll Should be a great fight. It, I think
0: it's gonna. Be, I think it's gonna be a great fight. Uh, it will not surprise me if it if it goes to uh, a pickem at the end if it does go to decision.
1: Nice but I think nine twenty eight sort of deal. Yeah,
0: yeah. And you're not gonna be mad either which way, you know, one of those. So I'm um, I'm leaning towards Ramos. Um but we'll see. We'll see. It's a good fight. I just want good fights, man. I want if especially if we're not gonna
1: have any fights next week, I, I want this card to be all good fights. Yeah, deliver for us. You have any strong opinions on battle and Fletcher?
0: Uh all right, so Brian Battle, another um, tough guy. Not tough as in physically, but ultimate fighter guy. Yep. I, I am not a fan. I think he is... He won the ultimate fighter, but he got in via technicality. So he was put in a, a good situation. Um, the kid works his ass off. I... I think he should get it done here. Um, they're feeding him uh, guys that aren't aren't as good. When they fed him, um, whoever just beat him, I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, Renat, that's yeah. that... that. I'll cut back a little bit. I think he's. I don't think he's bad, but I he's not. I mean, he lost. He lost a couple good fights coming off the contender series. I think this should be a good one too. Um, but I have, I have no interest. I don't. For this to be, is this? Um, this is on the main card. I don't. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. It's Battle to like a, a big Brian Battle here uh, to win. And what drives me nuts is his nickname is Pooh Bear. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, they. Uh... They like Brian Battle nowadays. Yeah. I'm just not a fan. I'm not a
0: fan and I'm not a fan of how high it is on the card, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, it's because they're big like UFC really likes Brian Battle. But I mean this is another one where I'm I'm tempted on the dog. I don't know if I'll get there. Um, but Fletcher to me has been in more dog fights. And I honestly think so Fletcher's two losses are to Semmelsberger. And Lusa. I think both those guys give Brian Battle a hell of a fight. I think both those guys take Brian Battle yeah. into deep waters. And Fletcher, you know, I'm pretty sure uh, they were close, close 29-28s where there was a swing round in there that could have went either way. Um, and so I think Fletcher could get Brian Battle out of there, number one. And number two... Uh-huh. I think AJ Fletcher can drag Brian Battle into deep water, and potentially we could see Brian Battle gas. We could see Brian Battle unable to keep up. We could see Brian Battle slow down. I don't like Brian Battle at 170. I do think it's good for his frame. I don't like how he's looked cardio-wise since he came down to 170, even though we haven't seen much of it. I didn't love it. Yeah. I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was great. You know, he, he showed in that Renat fight, the ability to, you know, keep with it when you're getting your fucking face smashed into the ground. But I mean, if we're saying that about you, you're still getting your face smashed into the ground. So I don't know. And I think Fletcher could, uh, he could, he could potentially do something that Renot did not do, which is beat the shit out of Brian battles face and then take him to the, to the mat. Um, so i'm interested to see i do think brian battle is a fraud i do think that i'm just not sure if aj Fletcher is the guy that i really want to go you know to the dog pound with here against brian battle he's got t-rex arms i mean 67 inch reach i'm pretty sure you could stiff arm him and hold him at a distance i don't know battle battle has 10 inch reach advantage it's a little tough but Fletcher is that dog. he has that knockout power those little arms dude the physics on those motherfuckers they got yeah. they're like windmills those things you catch one of those on the chin you might die. Um, and Fletcher has now, a better I think a little bit better uh, outside of Renat a little bit better um, strength of schedule is what I was trying to get at
0: Now if I can if I can remember correctly, Gabe Green was piecing him up.
1: For the first, yeah, for the first, like it was like a very short fight, if I remember right. But Gabe Green landed yeah, some he, good fucking shots.
0: Yeah, yeah. And if AJ Fletcher lands those shots,
1: I don't know That's if right. Battle's gonna take him, man. This is I a mean, bowling ball. I, I would,
0: yeah, I would never bet on on Brian Battles to begin with. So I'm, um, I'll probably throw a little on uh, AJ Fletcher.
1: I want to see what him by knockout is. I, I bet you they have it up on DraftKings, but him by, and we'll do finish just because I want to be safe there. But let's check this out. AJ Fletcher by finish. Winning method, AJ Fletcher, plus 250. That's not a bad look. That's not a bad that's, look. That's not.
0: That's really not. And, and not for nothing, he's a finisher, man. He's got
1: nine finishers. Exactly. Yep. He is a finisher. Oh, all right, yeah,
0: I, can... I, think, I think we sprinkle a little, a little by AJ Fletcher um, to finish. I agree. I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure how, like you said, they love Brian Battle. They so do, yeah. This could, it, this could really derail him. So we'll see. I'm I'm curious to see how this pans out.
1: Yeah, yep. I agree. I think it'll be an interesting fight, and we'll. If Brian Battle wins, we'll find out a lot about him, which will be big time. Oh, yeah. This next one, I think I can I can keep it to fucking 10 seconds. Marina Rodriguez versus the Karate Hottie. We already saw this fight. I don't think it's going to be any different the second time. All right, Tim, your turn.
0: Um, yeah, I think Marina <laughs> Rodriguez is going to piece her up. Um, Michelle Waterson, I mean, both these gals are are getting up there. 36-37. Um, I do feel that if Michelle Waterson loses, um, this is it for her. Um, I could definitely, definitely see that happening. Um, but I just think on the, on the feet, uh, it's, it's going to be, it, I mean, Marina Roger gets on the feet all day for me. Um, I don't think she's gonna knock her out, um. The only chance uh, that we have here is if uh, Watterson just wrestles her, which I don't think is going to happen. So, yeah, uh,
1: Marina Rodriguez, probably by decision. I agree. I don't think it looks any different than that first fight. And honestly, I'm a little bit pissed that the UFC made this again. I don't know why we needed to see this again. Uh, maybe maybe this because it's her last fight, you know, yeah. and she's like,
0: you know what one really bothered me? Uh, is when I when I lost to Marina Rodriguez, uh, but that's the I mean that's the
1: division, my friend. And it where's is.
0: Marina from? CT tie? Brazil?
1: Yeah, I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that. I've never seen that before either. Huh. Interesting, Jim. Usually. Uh, the Brazilian fighters fight out of similar gyms. You get to get to recognize yeah. them, but that one I definitely don't. Oh baby! Oh boy! Thug Nasty versus Fifty K Ige. This is a big fight. This is actually an exciting fight too. This is a great fight. Yeah. Um, I'll let you lead us off here.
0: Yeah. So we have have Bryce uh, Thug Nasty Mitchell the one and only camo short wear ever, uh in the UFC, uh versus Dan fifty K Ege. Um, I have to say I've been really surprised with how uh Dan Ege um turned it around. I faded him uh against Damon Jackson. I faded him against Nate Landwear. Um and I lost on, on both of those. So with that being said, the lesson there is don't fade Dan Ige. <laughs> uh I'm gonna fade Dan Ige again though. I think I think Bryce Mitchell, his he fought Ilya Taporia. Okay. We know Ilya Taporia is going to be fighting for um for the belt next. Hopefully he should be. I think that it was a terrible performance uh, by Bryce. Uh, he said he was sick. Um, he visibly did not look the same. He visibly looked exhausted after the first round, took a ton of damage, um, and he took a good amount of time off. You know, not too long, not too short, eight months, nine months. Um, I think he's he's back, ready to go. I think he's going to be uh, 100%. Um, this was made earlier, right? And he pulled out due to uh due to an
1: injury. I think so, yeah. So
0: I think I I think it means a lot for him to get back on track. You gotta remember that was his first loss to Taporia. So before that, he was he was on, on a nice little roll. Um oh Mos Mosvar Ivolev. He was supposed to fight. So he's he's trying to, you know. He has no problem fight in uh, Evalev, who a, a lot of people aren't really calling out. Beat Andre, Andre Feely, Charles Rosa, um, Edson Barbosa. So I think um, I think he's, he's... Wouldn't surprise me if he gets it by submission. Um, what do you think? I mean, he's got a nice one over Tyler Diamond. Uh, that was an ultimate fighter. This is... But I think... I think he gets it done. I think he summits Dan Ige, to be honest with you.
1: This is, like, the most binary fight of all time. If Thug Nasty cannot get a takedown, he's getting knocked out. And if Thug Nasty can get a takedown, he's choking Dan Gay out. Like, every single time, that's how this fight goes. It's going one way or the other. I'm so sure of it. The under two and a half is going to be... Let me check what that is. It's probably something fucking stupidly... Stupidly wide. Um, the under under two and a half on this. It, oh my god! The under two and a half is uh, plus two hundred. That might be my my dog shot uh, of the week because that is dog money. But for me, I mean, I just feel like Thug Nasty chokes him out, or Danny Gay beats the fuck out of him and, and finishes him. I don't really see how this goes. Like if this if this goes to the mat, we have one very clear winner. If this stays on the feet, we have one very clear winner, and Bryce should have his opportunities to get Dan Ige to the mat, and I think I think he will. It's just how long it's going to take him, because Dan Ige can can put the lights out any single any single you know shot he lands. The other thing that's bothering me about Bryce, because going into this, I really, really liked Bryce Mitchell. I saw him at, like, minus 150 or something last week or something. And I was really, Uh really interested in that. And I really liked that. And then he came out with some video about his ex-girlfriend destroying all his fruit trees. And then then I saw a video of him breaking into her house and knocking Uh, the fucking door down. And then, I mean, I didn't like how he reacted to his last loss where he said he was sick. I, I get that, like, fighters feel like they have to come out and give a reason every single time. I just feel like that's kind of bitch-made. You lost to Ilya Tuporia, just come out and say he was the better fighter because he genuinely just is. He's the better fighter. Like, he's just better than you. It just is what it was. I don't. If you had food poisoning, you know, keep that to yourself because it comes off as an excuse. And I get it was his first loss, so I'm, I'm interested in how he's going to react to that. I'm weirded out by the fact that he posted that whole thing about the fruit trees and he called people on Twitter to action. He said he said like something the streets of Arkansas protect my family or something. Like what you're uh, fucking you that's... want him to shoot her? What are you doing, Bryce Mitchell? So
0: they all they all went and left her tattoo shop.
1: Terrible
0: reviews on Google. Dude. It was pretty it's
1: bad. It's so weird. It is. And that's the whole reason that I didn't bet Bryce Mitchell is because of that. And that's the whole reason I'm, like, weirdly feeling like Dan Ige might knock him out, even though I probably think Bryce Mitchell wins this fight. So, like, I don't know. I'm just stuck in the middle. I'm like, Bryce Mitchell, you feel like a head case. You feel like you need to be on fucking psychotic medication. But Dan Ige, you know, you're not very good at grappling, but you have knockout power. Like, I don't know. I really don't know.
0: It's really good. Who do you think's gonna be the smarter fighter? If it, if we're going with that, with the current mental state of Bryce Mitchell, Dan Ige. I
1: think, I think Dan Ige is a very smart fighter. Even I even in his losses, he's been a smart fighter, which is weird to say. He's a very like calculated, technical fighter. And so yeah. it makes me like kind of pause because I was all over Bryce Mitchell too. I was really, really feeling like this was his bounce back spot because we've seen Danny Gay get grappled before. We've seen him get grappled. And then I was thinking also, you know, once once the facade of an undefeated fighter goes away, sometimes they go on those big losing streaks. You know, if they're not who they say they were, they're not who we thought they yeah. were, sometimes they go on losing streaks. And, and I don't know. I'm a little bit scared of this fight because of that. But I do think – I do think that under is a good bet at plus two hundred. I think that's a great bet.
0: Yeah, um, but here's here's the thing too. So you said that you know, like he made he made the excuse. We've never seen him that exhausted, and he's gone to decisions before. We've never seen Bryce Mitchell look that bad. It's because Ilya. I, mean, I under I understand that. But just because it's against Ilya Teporia, you don't lose your whole cardio. You don't lose your whole conditioning system because it's Ilya Teporia.
1: It's because he couldn't get the takedowns. It's because he couldn't get the takedowns. I think, and he gassed out. So if he gets the takedowns on Ige, he's beating the fuck out of Ige. If he can't get the takedowns, he might gas out again. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I still, I still, I think this could be the the lock of the
1: night. Is is this under two and a half? I think that's the safest. That would be our dog of the week. Our our plus money of the week. Cause it's plus two hundred. That's fucking crazy odds. Dog, yeah. That could be the dog. That the could be dog. dog. Since we don't really have I a dog, do. dog on this card. The dog we do, but we each have our own <laughs> Yeah, we each have our own dogs. <laughs> but
0: yeah, do that as the 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 lock slash dog of the week. I think that'd be fantastic.
1: All right. Oh
0: baby. I've been looking forward to this.
1: Someone is someone's coming away with a bag of coffee after this. this is one. The,
0: the beginning of the, the coffee bet. Oh man. Alright. So bag of coffee so, on
1: the line gets shipped to whoever whoever wins the, the, the fight.
0: Yeah, and good coffee. Not that bullshit Christmas tree shop Walmart job lock coffee.
1: <laughs> good coffee. Alright, so like uh so like Dunkin' Donuts breakfast blend? Something no,
0: like that? No, no. <laughs> I'll, don't worry. I'll, I'll pick out my coffee for you to send. Oh, okay. So All here right. we go. Raphael Fazeev versus Matej Gamra. All right. So how about let's do this? I'll let you talk up your guy and why you think he's going to win. And then I'll tell you why I think uh, my guy is going to
1: win. All right. So uh, for me... I don't think my guy is going to win. I know my guy is going to win. And that is big Raphael Fiziev. And I think the biggest thing we're going to talk about here, um, Gamrot's last fight, Jalen Turner. He got knocked down. Fight before, Benil Daryush. He got knocked down. Fight before that, Armin Sarukian. He got knocked down. Fight before that, uh, Diego Fiera and Jeremy Stevens, he steamrolled them because those fighters are not as good as any of those top 10 fighters. But Gamera, last three fights got knocked down. And let's talk about who those fighters are that knocked him down. Number one, Jalen Turner. We just saw Jalen Turner lose to a washed Dan Hooker. Um, Jalen Turner has not looked inspiring in his last couple fights. So, knocked down Gamrot makes me a little scared. Second fight. Who was that? Benil Daryush. Daryush does not have show-stopping power. He's more of a grappler. He does have nice power, but not not show-stopping. And he knocked down Gamrot again. Second fight in a row. Fight before that, Armin Sarukian. What is he known for? He's a grappler. He doesn't knock anybody out on the feet. In fact, in his last fight, he got knocked down against a guy who was a plus 800 underdog going into the fight. Sarukian did. His striking is not all that great. Gamrot got knocked down by him. It makes me really, really scared for Gamrot when he goes against someone who's a striker, who has takedown defense, and who has finishing instinct. And that's exactly what he's taking on here. Is Raphael... So so Fiziev is the guy who has the power in his hands... He has good takedown defense, and he has finishing ability, which for me uh, is something that Jalen Turner, Banil Daryush, and Armin Sarukian all lacked when they got those knockdowns. They got the knockdown on Gamera. They could not get the finish. I think Fiziev has different power in his hands and legs than all three of those guys, and I think he has the finishing upside, and he has the takedown defense. This is a guy that we saw... Arguably win a fight against Justin Gaethje. Great fighter. Justin Gaethje is a Hall of Famer, no doubt. He's the BMF right now. He's next in line for that 155 title shot against whoever wins that Charles Oliveira Islam fight. Fiziev arguably beat him. Before that, Fiziev beat Rafael Dos Anjos in the fifth round. His power translated to the fifth round. And he stuffed 14 takedowns in that fight. Raphael Fizzi have stuffed 14 takedowns. Granted, I have a lot of respect for Gamrot's chain wrestling and Gamrot's grappling in general. I'm actually pretty high on him. Uh, I was pretty high on him. The last, the Jalen Turner fight kind of turned me off. That was the big one where I was like, okay, what the fuck is happening here? But I bet him in pretty much all of his fights before that. The Jeremy Stevens, the Fiera, the Armin Sarukian, And then I bet him against Benil Daryush, and I was surprised he lost. Um, but for me, it's going to be Fiziev. I got him at minus 135. I got in heavy, and then I added more, and I added more. And this is another one of those Sugar Sean size, size bets. It was Sugar Sean. It was tied to Avassa, which lost, sadly. Uh, and then it was Valentina Shevchenko, which that was an absolute... Dude, the fucking cartel came in and did something for that ten eight. I don't know what happened, but the cartel made a lot of money somehow on that shit. There's a fucking there's a new billionaire in the Tijuana cartel after that because I don't know what they were holding a gun to his head or something. Ten eight in the fifth was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. But regardless, this is another one of those uh, big fat bets that I have. Well, technically, I am one one and one. I got I got one win in twenty twenty three. With those big bets, one loss and one draw on them. So, Fiziev, I think I think he's going to knock him out, um, which a lot of people don't think is going to happen. And I'm assuming we're going to hear that viewpoint right about now, Tim.
0: Yeah. So, here's here's my thinking. Um, Gamra has to, in order for him to win this fight, he has to tire... Uh, Fiziev out. He has to tire him out. He has to wrestle him. Um, he has to get him on the ground. He can he can try and submit him. He can ground and pound. Um, I can see any of those outcomes. Um, like you said, I can also see Fiziev knocking him out in the first. I think if, if Gamrot can survive the first, shoot takedowns, I think he will get him down. I think you're putting a little bit too much weight in uh, stuff in RDA's fifteen takedown attempts. First of all, that's RDA. What year was that? Was that last year?
1: Um, that was that was last yeah, year. Last year, right? Okay.
0: Yep. So last year. So that's 2022. RDA's blown up. He's been going up to fighting catchweights. He's been fighting uh, welterweight, and then he came back down. So this isn't. The same, you know, in your prime RDA at 155, you went down. It didn't work out. So you can't you can't hold that uh, against him. Also, Fiziev fought Gechi. He didn't win. Gechi pieced him up in the third. Why? Because if you watch that fight, Gechi started hanging on him, clinching with him, and just wearing him down. Gechi even got a takedown. Ga- When's the last time you saw Gechi take anyone fucking down? He took him down in the third. I think Gamrat's gonna take him down. I think it's gonna be pretty easy for Gamera to take him down. I think uh, Fazit is gonna. He loads up. He throws everything with, with a hundred percent power, and I think that's gonna be his downfall. So you're you're fighting a depleted RDA going five rounds. You're not going five rounds with with uh, a chain wrestler who's not cutting um, as much weight as RDA or hasn't even cut that weight in two years and going back down there and doing it. So the physiology of, of his body type is going to be completely different than RDA. I think I think he has no problem taking him down. And the thing here is is he does have that great takedown defense. But majority of those numbers are coming off of the RDA fight. So how accurate is it going to be? Gaethje shot, what, twice? One was just a a single leg at the end of a round just to to kind of show that it's a possibility. And then he took him down in the third. I think over five rounds with Gamrot hanging on him, I think he's going to get the win.
1: Do we agree? I think we can agree at least on this that this is pretty similar to the co-main where it's it all depends on Fiziev's takedown defense.
0: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, I just don't. But the whole difference is is the power the power that Fiziev has is is you know. Life changing. You get hit with one of those shots. You cannot be right for you know the the rest of your life. He throws everything in it. I don't think and obviously the other guys they're only, you know, 10 pounds lighter. Neither one of them has has that power. At least Ige doesn't. Um Bryce Mitchell, I don't expect it, but this is this would be taking a shot. Now here's the thing too. Fizzie, if he jumped up, he's he's got wins over Bobby Green, Brad Riddell. And RDA, oh, uh, I'm sorry, oh, washed RDA. RDA, you know what I mean? It
1: is a washed RDA, it is.
0: And then you step up and you fight Gaethje, you look fantastic the first round. You look good the first round. You lose the the second round. And then you're depleted from Gaethje hanging on you in the third round. If that Gaethje fight, let's put it this way, if that Gaethje fight went another, another round and a half, Geachy would have absolutely gotten him out of there. He would have been absolutely exhausted, and that's just gechi clenching and leaning on him, yeah. not shooting the takedowns, not being on top of him. That's the whole thing. So yeah. that's the only concern is if he can if he can hold his 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 cardio for that long. We know Gamrock can't, and you you know the loss of Jalen Turner. Jalen Turner's six uh, three, crazy frame, um, lightweight. You know, so that's a tough fight. That that's an extremely tough fight. Um, you know, look how much of a of a hard time um, we just saw Jack Madalena with Kevin Holland. That frame is is tough. You would have had you would have we had both had Kevin Holland uh, because of the frame, the long arms, and everything like that. But sometimes it just it just doesn't work. And Benil Darush. Benil Darush, Everybody was so excited to see him fight um Islam cuz everybody thought he would just roll through roll through Charles and then go everybody wanted to see him fight Islam. So Dariush is fantastic. I was stunned uh how his fight with um his fight with Charles went. But at that same at that same token, the Dariush um Gamera fight was very exhausting in the 3 rounds that it was. So we know that Gamrock can has the cardio and can chain wrestle and and can be on both ends of it um, on that side. It's just can he handle the power of physique long enough for him to kind of turn the tides and and
1: get some time in the fight and and wear him down. It's a great fight. It's a great fight. Like this is this is the future of 155 <laughs> right here
0: yeah I, I i mean it's it's very it's very very tough i mean but look at you gotta look at the experience too you know how much do we put on experience gamera has 10 more 10 more fights than him, and they're all wins yep so it's it. that's the whole thing for me i the bobby green hype train i don't know where you know all that's coming from um Bobby Green string some, some nice fights, but then, you know, you put him in there with, with some guys and you just get steamroll. Brad Riddell. I mean, what's your thoughts on you you think a lot of these wins are are like
1: fantastic wins? No, I mean I don't think the Brad Riddell win is great. I feel like Brad Riddell was better than than he is now. He was I mean it was at the time it was a, a pretty close um Closely lined to fight. I think the Rafael Dos Anjos win, pretty solid, even though he is older. And then I think the Justin Gaethje loss was, a, I mean, a great look, even though he did lose, which um, sucked. He, he, you know, it was a 29-28 split decision. I think it was close fight. A lot of people yelled robbery. A lot of people yelled Gaethje shouldn't have won. I thought Gaethje won. Um, I don't know. I think this is, I mean, I think Fiziev on that night against Gaethje was great, and he still wasn't good enough to beat Gechi. but I think Gechi beats the actual fuck out of Gamrot, too. Like, I think Gaethje knocks Gamrot out within one or two. And so Fiziev on that night looked good, even though he lost. I don't know. It's it's just one of those fights. It's Gamrot takes him down, or Gamrot dies. Um, and Fiziev knocks him out, or Fiziev gets taken down and choked out. It's just a very, very... You're betting on... Fiziv's takedown defense. And I'm betting that I think Fiziv's takedown defense is gonna be enough to at least stuff half the takedowns. Yeah, I mean also too, if you
0: look his I mean he last fought well, when he fought Brad Riddell, that was at the end of 2021. Yeah. He's he fought once in in 2022. Right now is against RDA. And then he lost um, March against Justin Gaethje. I I don't know. I just got a, I got a feeling that this could be one of those. I don't know why it's not closer to what is it on uh, DraftKings right now? Is um, it, Gamera is, uh, plus is plus one
1: thirty. Physique is minus one
0: fifty five. So pretty much a pick'em. Yeah, I mean. Uh, man. I think I. I mean, beating Armin Svarukian, beaten uh, Jalen Turner. I mean, even if it, even if it was a split decision, going to distance with Daruje. Oh man, I, I really think, and then the lineage at uh, KSW. I like it, man. I I really I really like Gamrot here. All right, but it's We're not split. it's not gonna me, yeah. It's not gonna surprise me if if he gets knocked out in the first. I'm mean, like, well, kind of knew that was gonna happen. So so we'll see. But uh, the Tiger Muay Thai guys, they're they're fucking crazy. Yeah, they're dogs. Uh, and we can see a whole different. We can see a completely different uh, uh, physio. He might be, might not throw a hundred and hundred percent behind every punch. You know saved, what happens if right? he dials it back and just stays on the outside and just tries to to point fight a little bit and wear on on camera. We'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, but you know the guys, yeah, the guys over at ATT down in, in Coconut Creek. I think they're going to get the uh, they got the game plan, um, and and they're gonna they're gonna get camera through.
1: All right, coffee bet number one down. We shall see, All and then right.
0: yeah, and then we got nothing next week, and then we're creeping into October.
1: Yeah, I mean after that we've got, oh October is got October the October
0: the card man.
1: Yeah, we got some good fights come October and November. We get to see John Jones back. We get to see John Almeida. We get to see Maka Oliveira. Those are some yeah, good fights.
0: Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, we got a Thursday. The the next fight night um, in the beginning of October, it's Dawson versus Green, which
1: I don't know. Dude, I'm that, on that, Bobby that... Green.
0: I already bet it yeah. too, plus two fifty. Oh, I like. That. We'll see. That's a, that's another. I mean. That's another card. We'll we'll see how it how it plays out. We got a lot to. Yeah, see. First off, we got to get to that card. Yeah. Got to make it there. <laughs> yeah. See who see who is still fighting, you know. A lot can happen.
1: Yep. All right. Well, uh thank you everyone for listening.
0: We appreciate it. That would do. And then uh next time you see us, I'll be sipping a fresh fresh new coffee.
1: No you won't. No fucking chance.